sir yes sir welcome back to motown and coney another bonus episode back with my main man tommy what up though we are still here uh, in columbus ohio <laughs> i was gonna say the great state of ohio but no don't you dare fuck that <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess we could I, I, all right let me let me try my introduction welcome to motown and coney we're here from the lovely in very nice looking great state of ohio yeah okay well, i can get down with that yeah know. yeah I, I can i can do that still okay yeah. so uh we're recording this uh from ohio on the day that bill russell uh, the the great the legend the goat um passed away at the age of 88 um we can only hope to to live as long, if not longer. Um, Facts. He is, in the eyes of many of the people that we would consider OGs or old school, um, considered their GOAT. Um, 11-time NBA champion, um, nine as a player, two as a player coach. Um, a feat that probably will never, I don't know, I don't see... Um, yeah, I don't see anybody beating it. Uh, He's a whisper. Yeah. No, no, you might hear some things in the background, uh, friends and family. It's on the deck of our Airbnb, uh, on location. Right. So, <laughs> but it it got me to thinking: um, who's our goats in sports? NBA. I have college football. To me, Charles Wilson will forever be the probably the greatest college football player I have ever seen. Yeah, that's true. That's actually, man, that's tough, man. You, uh, how are you going to start off tough like that? Uh, I just don't see another player lining up both ways and impacting and having a substantial impact um, on offense and defense. Yeah, when you – okay, so I'm – my view on it, I think Charles Wilson is definitely like top five, if not damn near top three. Um, I remember him just like taking over games and just fucking, it just blew my mind. But I remember this young man at Virginia Tech and me watching. Yeah, when I watched him, man, like it was must-see TV, man. It felt like when LeBron was coming onto the scene and they had his high school games going, like they had Michael Vick out of Virginia Tech. I think, honestly, he put Virginia Tech back on the map. Like, I never was looking for them. Well, I think he might have put Virginia Tech on the map. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't looking for him. So, no, I agree with you on that, Rodney. Like, he did put them on the map. And, like, those games were must-see, man. The shit that he was doing, man, was fucking incredible, bro. Yeah, and he was like a human joystick. Yeah, and, like, I never seen shit like that ever in my life. And then he, he was able to transition that playover to the NFL, too. So... I mean, wow. He was like a once-in-a-lifetime player. I, I, matter of fact, I think he's the daddy of a lot of players now, of the running quarterback yeah, and everything. I, agree. Um, I love Randall Cunningham. Yeah. But, no, Mike Vick. 
Lamar sure. Jackson. You see a lot of Michael Vick. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, I agree with you, bro. Because a lot of people are like, oh, Randall Cunningham, or like, uh, or like a uh, Warren Moon. Warren Moon had an arm, man. He had a couple little juke moves in him too. But uh, uh, not Mike Vick, though. Yeah, yeah not Mike Vick threw the ball so effortlessly like it was like he flicked his wrist and then went 50 yards yeah which was fucking nuts bro like yeah man mike vick was that guy yeah definitely yeah. ahead of his time um so you brought up lebron yeah i brought up brian is he in your eye the goat okay so i have different viewpoints to this I look at LeBron and I'm like, okay, the teammates that he's played with, now everybody say, well, he he basically been like the GM. You know how everybody put Le in front of everything that he does. Le Dunk, Le, every, you know. <laughs> he's been the GM, okay? But at the same time, I think when he first came onto the scene, he wasn't able to have those GM qualities. He took a team that had Eric Snow, fucking uh, – Fuck it. Yeah, you know what I'm about to mention, too. The 07 Cavaliers. Terrible. Terrible team. And they wind up fucking, like, going to the playoffs and they got swept. Yeah, I think Larry Hughes. In the finals. Was the number two on that team. So, just let that sink. Yeah, with Sasha Pavlovich. And, I mean, damn. I mean, he had some people that were terrible. And he wind up. Don't. Zugowski is. Z- whatever the hell his name was. He he was dope. Center. Yeah, he was the center. Um, I mean, he had a shitty team, man. And he took those guys all the way to the damn finals, man. And he just ran out of gas in the finals. And plus, he was going against an amazing team in the Spurs. Michael Jordan, I mean, he he had decent teammates. coming When he first came on the scene, his teammates was okay. But they weren't great. But... I mean that team. He was he's been loaded, and a lot of people fail to realize Rodney. And I know I'm ranting because I'm gonna, I can talk about this forever. Well, he got like Bill Cartwright on the first championship run. Yeah, Paxton, Paxton Craig Hodges, B.J. Armstrong. Second run, you still you had Scotty Steele. Yeah, Dennis Rodman, Tony Kukoc. I mean Luke Longley. Ron yeah, Stacy King. Yeah, then you add more people onto that team too. And people for Judd Bushler and I mean you can keep going with those teams. Those teams are loaded. Oh the best team to mention um Steve Kerr. Yeah. And those and think about it like this too. Those teams that LeBron had, the best team that he had was the one that was in uh in Miami. And after you got through paying, because I, I think they didn't figure out the salary cap out correctly. Cause after you wind up giving Dwayne Wade, his contract, Bosch, his contract, and LeBron, his contract. Who else can you fucking pay? Like, they had nothing but crumbs. So now you bring in, like, a young Mario Chalmers. Ray Allen, they had, had Ray Allen on them. Well, that was, a, that, was a, uh, that was the second championship, like, off of that one. But um, he wound up signing for the veterans minimum, remember? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, other than that, like... You had like a bunch of people that you really couldn't really pay, and they were they won a championship. They lost to Dallas the first one, but after that they retooled and they were able to add on a couple extra people for the veterans minimum, and they wound up winning the championship. Then they wound up adding Ray Allen, and that led to the back to back for them. But that was the best team LeBron had. Other than that, man, like those other teams he had were sorry. That Cleveland Cavaliers team, 
that he won the championship with with Love and uh, Kyrie. They were down three games. They were down, and they that was a tough road. Like uh, I felt like it was a couple games throughout that season. I felt like they weren't going to win the playoff series in that one. The Pacers had them down. Remember, oh, Pacers yeah. was on the ass. That began my love affair with when PG thirteen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like. It was a couple of those series that I had. I was in doubt where fucking the Golden State Warriors was just cruising, man. Like they were cruising. Matter of fact, Golden State Warriors then that that run had the best record in the NBA, and they had lost like they, I think they had the best record ever in history. Matter of fact, they beat the Bulls out for the best record in history that Golden State Warriors team, and they were fucking loaded to a T. And then they wind up picking up KD afterwards, which is some bullshit. But LeBron hasn't really had great teams. That last championship he won with the Lakers, that wasn't really a great team. Mm-hmm. Like, that team was pieced together, and they just wound up outlasting everybody from the uh, the bubble. But the best team LeBron had is, is fucking Miami. And uh, when it's all said and done, Michael Jordan's had way better teams. People have failed to realize, and they failed to, to mention the struggles that Jordan went through. Because they say, oh, he's six for six. But what about all the fucking other times that he's played in other seasons that he's played in the league, you know? So I'm going to end my rant on here because Rodney like, God damn, Tommy, you done talk like for nine minutes. <laughs> LeBron is the GOAT. Okay, there you go. I'm done. LeBron is the GOAT. There you go. I'm, I'm done with that run. What about a Kobe being a Bryant? I love Kobe, but Kobe stays – he stayed with L.A., which is the best move for him. And La La Land, they're going to pay for every championship possible. I don't know how in the hell did they work some of those moves. I'm glad the NBA blocked them from getting Chris Paul because they almost got Chris Paul too. They traded for fucking Paul Gasol. They traded Marc Gasol, but nobody knew Marc Gasol, how he was going to even play or, or, or pan out. He wound up being great for them. But they traded a, a all-star in Paul Gasol to the Lakers. They wound up picking Lamar Odom up. They wound up picking up a whole bunch of other dudes that were really great. And they won a championship with them. That was the second time. Shaq and Kobe is like, you can't even. They had Glenn Rice on that team at one point. Glenn Rice, Rick Fox. I mean, I, I can keep going. You want me to go through the whole list, bro, of how many people they fucking had? Robert Ory. Fuck, I, I mean, I can just keep going. Ron Artez. I mean, these are all the people that Kobe played with. People that were were great. Like, they were actually good players. So, no, Kobe. No, sir. RIP to, to you, legend. But when I talk about top two and I'm talking about Jordan and, uh, and LeBron, those are the top two. Kobe's definitely in my top five. But I got Shaq in my top five, too. Shaq's a, a fucking goat, man. Like. People fail to realize he's a goat on and off the court as a person. Um, I fucks with Shaq, man. I fucks with Shaq. But LeBron is the goat. But I fuck with Shaq heavy, too. I like Shaq. In my personal opinion, I like Shaq over LeBron and Jordan. Because I think he's the most dominant force ever I've ever seen in the NBA. They changed the rules for him. Where I seen fucking grown-ass men doing MMA moves and hugging on this man <laughs> and bear-hugging him, bro. And he still was dunking that motherfucker like... <laughs> I've never seen a force like that ever in my life. Okay, so Kobe's the, the GOAT for me. I can respect that. I can uh, respect that. 
Only because if I'm, I'm thinking if I'm starting a team and I have to pick between the three, Kobe's the dog I want. Okay. That, that's tough because I just I did I know I just sold out on Shaq, but if I'm starting a team and and you can give me Shaq, and oh. can, we could pick our era of who we want, right? Give me the Shaq that's already like that's learned his lesson, that's actually smart, that can hit the low post move. So you you want just coming to LA Shaq? No, no. Give me the Shaq that's been in LA for a couple of seasons. That was just fucking ball dominant. And then he picked up that extra weight, too, that just made him fucking incredible, bro. Like, he was also fast, running on fast breaks. Give me that first championship, Shaq. Because his numbers were fucking nuts. He, like, we don't even respect that shit. He actually won the MVP a couple times and was supposed to win the MVP for a third season in a row. They gave it to Nash just for no reason. This motherfucker numbers was crazy. And that's the year um, Kobe put his nuts on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was the most epic dunk. one of the epic dunks ever. But Shaq was fucking just balling. His, I would watch games and he would have like fucking forty some points, fucking fifteen rebounds, eight blocks, fucking three steals. Like his shit would be fucking bananas, bro. And like I don't never seen nobody like that ever. Yeah, Shaq. Shaq was a. Uh, I don't think we'll ever see another Shaq, especially yeah. the way the big man position has changed in the NBA. I just, I, they made it because of him. He made it hard on people. So, LeBron, Kobe for NFL. Ah, you know how you know I'm biased, but go ahead and shoot it, brother. Go ahead. It's one Tommy Brady, the goat. Tom Brady is not the GOAT for me when I think about NFL. Now, do championships define the man for you? I'm asking you a question. I'm flipping this question. Do championships define you? No. Uh, I will say That dog this. in the background agree with you. <laughs> I will say this. What Tom Brady has been able to do uh, is, is fucking amazing. Right. Uh, just to realize that players have have been drafted since he's been in the league, played, retired, and made it to the Hall of Fame if he's still playing. Facts. You know, he's playing again. Players that were born the year he was drafted have played. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, look, I agree with you, bro. Like that, His longevity is nuts, and the way that he can pick and choose his spots is crazy. But if I'm talking about, like, Entertaining. I, I don't look at Tom Brady as being entertaining. Like I do you look at him as a system quarterback? I got a question for you. Is he a system quarterback to you? No. So you honestly believe you can put Tom Brady on these Detroit Lions that sucked over the years and he will actually take them to the playoffs. I'm not even talking about championships. You think he'll take them to the playoffs. Without without just putting him on the team, not even taking his offense or his defense or anything. That's tough. No. No, you know it. You gonna look at me? That's tough. I, I, I think I think he increases their win total. I honestly think he doesn't make a difference because those teams suck. I think Bill Belichick plays a huge part, but my goat, and a lot of people might think I'm crazy. Let's see if we have the same goat. Barry Sanders. Okay. It's, it's, yeah. It's the same. I can put Barry Sanders on any team. He's gonna make them productive. He took a Lions team that was extremely shitty. 
and just put them in a different bracket. I think if you put Barry Sanders on any team, you can matter of fact, you could put him in today's league. I think he's still a produce. I think he'll be awesome. I think he'll still be who he is. He's very elusive and he had powerful legs, legs that I've never seen ever on any NFL player, ever. The games that I've been privileged to go to Lions games and see, this man fucking legs was like two tree trunks, bro. Like, I, God bless him with fucking legs, man. Like, I, I was like, how the fuck he get those legs, bro? He can fucking kick a fucking hole through a fucking person, bro. And those legs are powerful as shit. And he was really elusive. So that's my goat. Yeah, I, I'll agree. Ah, okay. Somebody agrees with me there. Yeah, Barry Sanders, had he played um, a little bit longer, he would be the NFL all-time rushing leader. Yeah. Um, Left the biggest impact in the league, too. He He's the only player I can remember where playing behind a shitty O-line. Yeah. Extra shitty. Should have been dead to right five, 10 yards in the backfield sometimes and would turn that into a 80, 60-yard run. Yeah. It got to the point where they used to play him so bad. It used to piss me off. They would take – he would run, get him all the way down to the fucking – And then they would take him out. They'd take him out. Yeah. They would fucking take him out, and it would piss me off. And – um. I thought Barry, man, Barry was like way ahead of his time with the way that he looked at the game. Um, everybody would give kudos to Emmitt Smith. Emmitt Smith was blessed with a good – him and Thurman Thomas. I always felt Emmitt Smith was overrated. I'm saying that now. Yeah, he – oh, yeah, he's definitely overrated. I think um, if you put him on other teams, he wouldn't be able to do anything. I think the last team that he played for, he wound up playing for the Cardinals, right? Yeah. And he really wasn't – I mean, he was straight with the Cardinals. He wound up, like, breaking Russian records and such. But it just – I think in the back of his mind, too, and I love seeing uh, seeing the interview they did with Emmitt Smith when he talks about Barry Sanders. He's like, that motherfucker was bad. Like, he yeah, even I, said that. I put Danny Thompson ahead of Emmitt Smith. Damn, that's tough. I put Adrian Peterson ahead of him. Yeah. El- yeah, I put Adrian Peterson ahead of him. Adrian Peterson. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I love Emmitt Smith. Don't get me wrong. It's just he was a system quarterback. I mean, a running back. He had a great quarterback in Aikman. Great wide receivers. A great O-line. Amazing O-line. Shit, the defense was good, too. Like, those guys were built for championships in that particular time. Like, that that was America's team. I'm not going to lie. Even though they kept beating on the fucking Bills, like, over and over. <laughs> Even though they played the Bills 100 times and beat them. Fucking Bills. I never seen a team go to the Super Bowl so many times and just lose over and over again. Atrocity. All right. So since we're on this subject, sir, who do you believe is the GOAT? I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you baseball. Cause I already know who the GOAT is. I think we probably had a similar ghost for NHL. But baseball. Who do you believe is the GOAT of baseball? Um I have Ali watch this video once a week. Okay. Only man I seen hit a baseball to the warehouse in Camden Yards. Okay. Um, they call him Junior. Ah, yeah. Ken Griffey Junior. Uh, okay. Is the goat to me. I love Griffey. If he would have stayed healthy, I feel like he he stays healthy and Barry Bonds doesn't start juicing. Ken Griffey Jr. would have broke the home run record. See, now this is my thing. 
I love Griffey. My pick it will be Barry Bonds. I love Griffey. I love his dad. I love I love how pure he is. And I I love what he did for black people in baseball. But Barry Bonds, even before he started juicing, he was great. He was elite. I guess the juicing made him more powerful. His fucking head was big as this fucking Airbnb we're in. I understand. <laughs> I understand that. But I mean, when it's all said and done, regardless of the juicing, man, like the accuracy to hit like a baseball, for him to be as agile as he was, and then still be able to play the game at like a high pace and like still be amazing, that's why I still give it to Barry Bonds. Because Ken Griffey Jr., when he went to the Cincinnati Reds, came a little bit rocky. You know, he wasn't as great as he was when he was with the Mariners. So I I, I guess I'll just give it to uh, Barry Bonds. And why is it okay for Barry to be all big-headed and juicy when fucking Sammy Sosa, who's fucking like fucking Caucasian now, (laughs) and then fucking uh, him and Mark Mark McGuire, like those motherfuckers, man, like they were juicy and then people just say it's okay for them. Like they still get a pass. But when it comes to Barry Bonds, he doesn't get a pass. Yeah. I, I don't know. King Griffey Jr. was the the player I enjoyed. Yeah. He had to effortlessly swing the bat. It would seem like his, yeah. his swing was just amazing. Like I It was. It was a fucking shot, bro. I give you that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I like I said I love Griffey. I think he, he was more relatable and like with the swag. Yeah, he was the first player I saw with the backwards cab. Yeah. Just the way he walked to the play. Man, what? Bro. Then they had the nerve to put fucking A-Rod on his team, too, and both of them were fucking dope for the... Like, I still have my... um, And it's amazing I can still fit this fucking jersey. It means it was big as hell when I was in eighth grade. (laughs) But I still have my Ken Griffey Jr. Seattle Mariners jersey. Oh, man, that's dope. Oh, yeah. They had some... Man, look. They had some dope jerseys. They had great players on the team. Like, the Mariners was fucking dope yeah, to me. they had A-Rod, they had Griffey, they had um, Randy Johnson. Yeah. That was Randy Johnson before he went to the uh, Devil Rays, so remember that. Oh, yeah, we watch baseball over here, too, people. But I'm going to say this, too. One thing that Ken Griffey Jr., man, he had – it seemed like everything was just planned out for him, from the iconic Nike shoes, iconic jerseys, iconic swing. Like, he was fast as fuck. His interviews was awesome. Like, I can see why you said that. I can definitely see why you said that. I feel like they dealt Barry Bonds a bad hand. Like, I don't think it was really nothing, like, iconic about Barry Bonds, <laughs> to be honest, bro. Like, nothing. I, I thought about it myself. I'm like, it was nothing iconic about him. Like, for a player, like, I would look at Bo Jackson as more iconic as Barry Bonds. Yeah. And he didn't even he didn't even provide much for the game. Like, he was an iconic player, but as far as providing for the game as much as Barry Bonds did, he didn't really do it. So, I give you that. I looked at Barry Bonds because, I mean, he got the numbers behind it. So, But I give you Ken Griffey. I love that pick. I want to change my pick so bad. I hate you right now. <laughs> and I don't think we have the same hockey pick. But. Oh, wow. I'm really interested now since you said we don't. Because my, my last – this guy has his own highway in Ohio, in, uh, in Canada, called Gretzky Way. So I don't understand where I'm. I'm interested to see what you're yeah, saying. It's, now. it's not the same player. Holy shit! 
okay, so if yours isn't fucking Gretzky, you better say how then. It's not him either. Holy shit. Uh, enlighten us, sir. They're both in my top five. <laughs> enlighten me. Enlighten me. I put two Red Wings ahead of them, though. Hell no. Nah. And I fucking love the Red Wings. And you know damn well I'm not doing that. Go ahead. Who? Go ahead. The GM? Uh, no. And it's not even Iserman? Are you serious? <laughs> what the fuck? Whoa, wait a minute here. I don't approve this message. He doesn't have Iserman. No, just 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 go ahead, bro. Just go ahead. I, I'm I'm waiting. Just go ahead, bro. Well, I love Steve Eisman. I love Gretzky. And you love Gordy Howe. Love Gordy Howe. But none of them are in none of the okay. There are two players that I just marveled at every time I watched them play. Bruh, you better not say no, I you better not say who I think you about to say, bro. It better not be Sergey, bro. That's one. Oh Lord, have mercy, bro. I knew you was gonna say Sergey Federov. I just knew it. I felt it in my inside of my fucking bones, bro. His ninety-one jersey should be hanging from the Raptors. No, bro. I think it is hanging from the Raptors, it's but not. it's not. It shouldn't be then. He only won one championship with us, didn't he? No, he he was there for the first three. Uh, yeah. You sure? Yeah. He Before was, he bolted to the Kings. He was on the ninety-seven, ninety-eight, and 2002 wings. Mm. Okay. I don't know. I just I don't. He doesn't stand out to me for some reason. It felt like when I think about those those teams and that iconic play and like the things we went to the playoffs, he just didn't he didn't he was good in the regular season. I love Sergey Fedorov. I I would say iconic moments belong to like Darren McCarty. Oh, the Philip. Yeah, yeah. Of course, the Russian Five, and then like give me Chris Draper, and then yeah, I mean uh, Lindstrom. But I'm I'm gonna tell you the player I rank ahead of him. Okay. And he doesn't get enough credit because he was a defensive player. He was a captain. I can feel it coming on. He wore the iconic five. Nicholas, the perfect human, Lindstrom. I knew he was going to say Nick. That's why I said Lindstrom, Russian five, Lindstrom. Bro, you think Lindstrom and fucking Sergey Fedorov are better than Wayne Gretzky? Are you serious right now, bro? And Gordy Howe? Gordy Howe played till he was fucking 150 years old, bro. That's why he's so celebrated. <laughs> Come on, man. That That's crazy to me. But I respect your pick. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Name a better defensive player in NHL than Nick Listerman. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. No, Nick Listerman is goldy, bro. I, I agree with you. But to say he's like the best player of all time, bro, that's really ballsy. Because like I would put some goaltenders ahead of him, and I know <laughs> I love I love him, but I would put some goaltenders that stood on their fucking head, bro. Dominic Hyksik. <laughs> you damn right, I will put the Dominator ahead of him. Dominator's goaded. Like really, bro. I I no, and I love Nick Lindstrom. And I love Sergey Fedorov, but definitely put me the Dominator ahead of him. Like he's iconic as fuck. Matter of fact, Patrick Waugh. Yeah, fuck Patrick Waugh. <laughs> I know you hate Patrick Waugh. Patrick Waugh's fucking goaded. And then there's another kid that's in Pittsburgh that I think is fucking amazing. Fuck Sid the Kid too. Bro, you got wait a minute. You wouldn't take Sid the Kid over Sergey Fedorov? No. Wow, that is really wow. Well, hey, it's your pick, brother. It's your pick. I I, I agree. 
I agree with with your picks. <laughs> it's hard not to turn away from because you made a valid point. Both of those players I'm, are I'm iconic. Just, I'm just saying, go back and watch the Sergey Fedorov play. Just give me the Sergey Fedorov commercial for Nike. I mean, he he was a two way player. And I'm still trying to find those shoes, also. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to find the Sergey Fedorov shoes. I should have bought them a long time ago. They had them for $60 at fucking Champs, and I didn't get it's them. It's funny, though, because I'm mad about that. I love Sergey Fedorov and Nick Lindstrom. They are not the Red Wing jersey I bought as a kid. No, it was always McCarty and fucking uh, Fedorov or fucking. I, I ain't going to lie. I bought a Cujo jersey. That's how much I like. I like Curtis Joseph too when he came to the Red Wings too. I bought a Cujo. He won a championship. He won the primary Goldie. Okay, uh, so it was Chris Osgood. Okay, they was alternating. You need two good ones because when Chris Osgood won the first time, Mike Vernon was the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Even when Dominator won, like who was it? Chris Osgood was there when Dominator won too. No, I think he left and went to the fucking Maple Leafs or something like. He was with the New York Islanders. Yeah, he sucked for the Islanders. Then he came back here and saved Hostick in 08. Come on, bro. He got Hostick. Hey, they the Oscar. They went on to the championship. He did not say the Dominator, bro. Come on, man. Really? <laughs> See, okay. I, you know what? This we almost, Our time is almost up, so I can agree to disagree. <laughs> so that's how I'm just going. Because <laughs> Rodney apparently thinks that Chris Osgood... Might be the best no, Red Wings of all time. So who's the best Red Wings goaltender of all time? Before we leave. It's a toss-up between Mike Vernon and Dominic Hostage. I agree. I agree. And I'm going to put Dominator over Mike Vernon. Even though I like Mike Vernon. Mike Vernon, they both are fucking legends. So. Man, straight-up legends, too. And, Rodney, I'll let you go ahead. and. Uh, but Shanahan with the jersey, I have. Because he's fucking, bro, listen, when we picked up fucking Shanahan, Chelios, and Brett Hall, and Madonna, bro, that's how I knew he was, like, headed for, like, greatness, yeah. for sure. Like, yeah, that franchise. still in my closet. It's autographed. Yeah. He signed the back of it. I had a Chelios one, too. It's funny. He signed the back of it. He said, you better not let Steve Irish sign by my name. <laughs> <laughs> what? Are you serious? Yeah, he, was, he was joking. Yeah. It was funny. No, I had bought a uh, Chelios jersey, too. Only thing I hated about the Red Wings jersey is that fucking white would get so dirty for, like, no reason. You could fucking be hanging out and then, like, that white would get dirty. I, a, I wish I could still find it. I had a black one. Damn, I'm jealous of that one. Because it was just the bottom part for me of the jersey. It'll get dirty. Yeah, and then it. when you try to clean it, it'll turn yellow. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> it was just like... I got it from... Under- Brought the trace and I had a black red wing jersey. Yeah, man, that was that was iconic right there. I wish I could have got that one in the uh, Frozen Four jersey, the first original Frozen Four one that they did. I thought that one was dope too. I never got a chance to get it. But right now, we had our little time limit. So on that note, um, join us next week for a new episode. Yeah, uh, we won't be in Columbus. We won't be in Columbus. But thank you for the memory, Columbus, and we'll catch y'all on the B-side. Peace.